Well, hi, everybody. It is great to see you. And I am excited about 2021. What a new beginning. I look forward to some changes and all the stuff that comes with it. And I'm also excited that we are live this weekend at Timberline Road. And we're going to continue the online. Those of you watching online, just continue to watch as long as you want. We know that's a preferred way to come to church at Timberline, and it might be for a while yet, but it is fun to know we're live as well. Well, we're going to take just a, this, this weekend and next weekend to kind of do this series we've called Endless Possibilities. And the idea is that even when you face hardship and even when there are struggles, there are still some possibilities with God. With God, nothing is impossible. We've heard that through the Christmas season. But it's true. In any circumstance you're in right now, God is faithful and he provides a way out. He provides an answer. He provides the miraculous at times to get us where we need to be. So today, I want to talk to you about the wall. Wall? What is the wall? <laughs> well, I would like to propose that we have quite a few walls in our lives. As I look at uh, 2020, and I think about where I want to go personally in 2021, I've been prayerful that God would help me to remove and take down the walls that I have put up that have caused me to have mistrust, maybe insecurity, the challenges that we have all faced that have caused tension in relationships. I, I could tell you story after story of families that have been busted apart because of different political views, and they've let a wall grow between them. I have watched in talking about Timberline Church and where, we're gonna, where we are gonna, going to go how can we get there? What are the next step? steps for a church like Timberline and our three campuses? And we're all uniquely different. In Northern Colorado, what is it like? Some of my dear friends as pastors here in Northern Colorado are suffering greatly because of walls that people have put up and mean things that have been said and judgments and calloused hearts. And man, I just want to challenge us today to stop and listen. What is God saying to us? What has happened to the heart of the church, the heart of servanthood and care and life and love? We really need to analyze, am I letting those walls grow in my life to keep me away from meaningful relationships that God wants me to have? So we're going to look at it. We're also going to ask the question, why do people build walls? Now, let's get practical. There are some good things about walls, right? Walls can keep people in or keep people out. I'm happy when hardened criminals who have done terrible things to our, uh, our culture, in our culture, are locked behind bars. They are in walls. They are contained. They cannot get out and do that again. I'm thankful for that. So some walls serve a purpose. Some walls are built to keep people in. Some walls are built to keep people out. 
but walls are important until they become a hindrance to my heart. So I want to talk about walls of the heart. And I want us to be challenged today with some of these walls that we build to protect our emotions, to protect our psyche, walls from hurt, walls from pain, walls that get built from insecurities, from things that are way beyond my control. And when you have walls in your life that keep you from doing what God is asking you to do, you will never reach your full potential. Now, I want to talk about a story that's in the Old Testament in Joshua chapter 6. It has to do with walls. And I want us to take a look at this because it's kind of an important concept for us to get. I want to read this story. Many of you have heard this story, and I want you to think about it as we go forward. Now the gates of Jericho were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go in or out. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and all its strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead with the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. And on the seventh day, you are to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing the horns. And when you hear the priests give one long blast with the ram's horns, have all the people shout as loud as they can. This sounds like a circus. I mean, this is crazy. What is God thinking? Then the walls, the walls of the town will collapse and the people will charge straight into the town. Wow. So if you have an outline, if you're following along in the app or on paper, online, wherever, you'll notice that there's a couple parts of this today. The first is just three points about walls. And then the last part is how we break those walls down in our lives. The first point that I want you to jot something down is this. It's a very simple idea, and it's simply that walls are real. They're real. These are real things we do in our lives. These are, these are mentally, the, these emotional walls, the, the challenges that we face, the heartache, the pain of brokenness, I've, I've created walls in my life at times because someone really wounded me. I've created walls in my life saying, I'm not going to trust that person again or another person again, or I'm not going to have a relationship like that again because when it goes south, it just hurts too much. Some of you can't trust because someone wounded you so bad. And the wall you built, you just can't climb over it. And I'm here to tell you those are real walls and I'm not going to minimize those. And I think we need to take them seriously. I remember, I remember growing up in our backyard, I built a fort and it was a good fort, let me tell you. 
And I dug big holes and I put plywood over the top and we built tunnels all through the backyard where we put dirt over the top and you couldn't even see that it was there. And I was so proud that I could be in there and no one even knew I was there except the whole neighborhood because they knew we had a fort in the backyard. And I remember being back there one day and hearing a big concrete truck pull up. And next door to us, there was a home that was building a swimming pool. It was actually just adjacent from us. And before they built the pool, the pool, they decided to build a big, tall wall so that we couldn't look in as they were swimming. Now, as a kid, a wall is simply something you want to climb. And I remember after they built that wall, being able to climb up on that wall and walk on the top of it and looking down at the people in the pool once they were done. And, and I remember the, my parents saw me do this and they said, Derry, get down from them. They don't want you, you know, looking at them in, in the swimming pool. They built that wall to keep you from watching them. I learned then that walls are real. I no longer could get on that wall and I couldn't get over the top and I couldn't even watch them swimming. And they never invited me to go swimming. It, it scarred me in my life. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Second thing in your outline is this. Walls keep us from God's plan. In, the, in this story that we're looking at today, it was God's plan for the Israelites to dominate. To, to be the team that would win. And the fact that this, this city had built these walls, and there's tons of, you know, there's tons of historical facts about this city named Jericho. And some of these walls, I mean, people have projected how big they think they are, how tall they were, some archaeology finds. If you want to study this, you'll see. I remember as a kid hearing that they had chariot races on the top of these walls. And I was like, whoa, that's a big wall. I don't know if they did, but I know that they were big walls. And those walls kept the Israelites from going in and taking the ground that God wanted them to have. So God put them on a mission and God had to show up. Why? Because when you have walls in your life, it will keep you from doing the very plan that God has made you for. The potential that you were built for, born for, that you should be living for. And you've got to trust God to help bring those walls down. Your walls, your walls will lock you down and you will never go to the places that God wants you to go if you do not overcome the walls that you have built through time in your life. The third thing in your outline is this. Walls keep us in isolation. Walls keep us alone. We build them out of necessity to escape or to recover. Just leave me alone. How many times do you hear a kid just say, just leave me alone. It's the idea that I just need to be by myself for a little while. Nothing wrong with that. The problem is when I never want to re-enter and I want to stay by myself. In this text that I read, there's a line that says this about that city. No one was allowed to go out or go in. That's isolation. 
Walls restrict our view. Walls keep us from seeing the future. I just wonder right now what it is you're missing that you can't see because of the pain, the hurt, the heartache, the whatever that's happened to you to keep you hidden, alone, isolated because the walls you have built around you emotionally, the insecurities, the fears, the anxiety that you live with every day and you just can't cope and you just can't function. I believe there is a God who can break down that wall. I believe there's a God who is big enough and strong enough and he is able to tear that wall down so that you can see your purpose, so that you can live the will of God, so that you can look beyond the things that you currently see. God has a plan for you. I want you to embrace that today. I want you to hold on to that today. We sometimes just, we give up too soon because the walls seem too big. So how am I going to break them down? If this is true, if God wants me to live seeing the future and, and seeing the potential that's out there, then how am I going to break these walls down? Guys, I don't think this is easy. And I, I'm going to be just blunt with you. Some of the walls in your life, you've built over years and years and years. So for me to just stand here and say, oh, just knock it down, it's not that easy. I wish it was. But with God, that wall can come down. The impossible can become a reality. Let's look at how we can do that. So in your outline, follow along. It says breaking down the walls. And then there are, I don't know, three or four things there. Number one. It requires obedience to God. It requires obedience to God. So God says to Joshua, why don't you march around the walls? Why don't you get the priests together? Uh, let's get a little line going and let's start marching around the walls and let's do that for six days. It'll just be a nice little walk every day. If I'm, if I'm Joshua... I would probably be saying, Lord, uh, the people are going to think we're crazy if all we're doing is walking around these walls. Oh, no, you're not going to just be walking. We're going to have some horns and, you know, we're going to blast some trumpets later and it'll be, it'll be fun. <laughs> like, I don't think so. Obedience sometimes requires me to go out of my comfort zone. Think about that. What is it that God might be asking you to do that you don't really feel comfortable doing? Now, God knows your personality. He knows how he's wired you. So I don't think God's interested in exposing or making you do something that's horrific in your mind. But God challenged Joshua. This is how the walls are going to come down. It's not your plan. It's my plan. I love to tell God what the plan is and ask him to bless it. Ever do that? <laughs> Probably. But what about saying, God, your will? What is it that I need to do? How can I fall in line to your desires? I choose to obey. That little phrase, obedience is better than sacrifice, comes right out of Scripture. So it's not what I give up. 
It's not doing something hard. It's not working harder. It's obeying. Lord, I'm going to listen to your voice so that I know what you're saying. And once I know what you're saying, I'm going to do it. There's power in that idea. March around the walls. Number two. It requires a dependence on God. If you want to see the walls come down in your life, you're going to have to recognize you can't do it on your own. There was no way that they could have brought these big, powerful walls down. So the question becomes, will I trust God? What do you depend on? Who do you depend on? I depend on my wife for things. I depend on my kids for things. I depend on our team here at Timberline all the time. You know, every time we record a message for the weekend, there's people right here in the room with me. I'm counting on the fact that we're not going to get all done today and they're going to say, oh, too bad we missed that. <laughs> I have to do it all over again. No, I don't want that. I would do it if that happened, but I'm counting on them to get this right. And they feel that, and I feel that, and we're a team, and we do it together. But it requires a dependence, and I don't like to be dependent on someone other than myself. How about you? We're self-made people, you know? I think that's part of the problem in America right now is that we just view ourselves as independent of needing anyone else. I'm going to do what I want, and you can't stop me. I have this right, and I'm going to go for it. Wow. We might want to stop and ask this question. Does God want us to depend on him? And the answer is yes. Am I depending on God? Big question. Take some time and think about that this week. Am I depending on money? Am I depending on my own talents? My position at work? My leadership role? What am I depending on? My systems? Who am I depending on? Number three. Boy, this leads us right into number three. Breaking down the walls may require other people. You might not be able to do it by yourself. In the story that we read, there were many people involved in the walls coming down. Now, I've thought, I've, I've had time obviously in preparing this to think about this probably more than you have, but why didn't God just say, Joshua, Go stand in front of the walls and pronounce that they will fall. Could God have done it that way? Yeah, he could have. He's God. He can do what he wants. Why didn't he? There's something in the heart of God that wants to bring people together for a cause and a purpose that's bigger than any one person. I need to remember that. It's not all about you. It's not all about me. It's not just about what I want or what I need or me having the power to go make it happen. This is about God saying, take people with you. 
You want the walls to come down? Well, why don't you get a rallying group of people with you and trust me and obey me and do what I'm asking you to do? Joshua obeyed. It was God who brought those walls down, but it took other people. I want to bring people with me in my journey. I've had occasions in my life when I really needed to bear my heart and bear my soul to someone that I trusted. And maybe you're in that situation right now. You've been wounded. You've got some walls going up around you and you really are losing trust. Maybe you need to talk to someone. Listen, don't be too proud, proud to let someone else help you in your life. Reach out and get the help that you need. That's God's plan. Last thing. It may take some time. It may take some time for the walls to come down. It didn't happen in one day. In our story, it took a week. That's pretty quick, isn't it? But it took action every day to build toward that seventh day when they marched around seven times. Can you imagine what that was like? All the anticipation during that week of people saying, what's going to happen on day seven? And Joshua's like, the walls are coming down. <laughs> really? I want to see that. I, I would want to be there for that part. But we have to know that it might take some time. I'm not naive enough to think that the walls you have spent a lifetime building are going to come down today with a message like this but I am confident in the God that I serve that he can begin to break down the walls of your life. He can begin to heal the pain, heal the hurt. He can begin to heal the brokenness that you have gone through and the lack of trust and the lack of willingness to step out again. For us to accomplish the mission that God has for us in Northern Colorado, you need to be healthy. I need to be healthy. We need to be trusting God together with one another. And I can't spend my whole life just working on me and my emotional stability. I need to come to God and say, Lord, bring the walls down because I'm on a mission. I have things to do. We as a church have many things to do yet ahead in 2021. So as they say, pull up your bootstraps, get ready because we've, we've got to go. So let's Let's pray that the walls can come down in your life so you can be healthy enough to go forward, to march, to be the person that God wants you to be doing his orders. No quick fixes, but the miracles come from God. Here's how it's gonna happen. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna invite you to face the wall. You say, you mean emotionally? Yes. But if you're in a position where you can go and stand in front of a wall. In our weekend service, we're gonna go stand at the walls in the auditorium where I am now. Those that want to, those that know they have walls that need to come down. And I'm gonna lead us in a prayer. You might be with several people right now. You might feel kind of embarrassed to go stand in front of a wall. I get that. But you can emotionally do this if you would prefer it. But physically, if you want to get up right now and you're in your home, you're in a space, you can go stand in front of a wall. I invite you to do that. 
And I would like for you to be able to hear my voice as I lead you in a prayer. So go now and stand in front of a wall and identify, Lord, these are the walls in my life that I know are there and I'm bringing them to you and I need you to knock them down because I can't, I can't trust again. My insecurity is too great. I'm afraid. I don't even want to go outside. These are walls. Okay, I'm gonna pray. Lord Jesus, it's in your mighty name, King of kings and Lord of lords, that you have the power to knock down the walls, emotionally, physically, the barriers that keep us from reaching our potential. Right now, Lord, I pray for my family, my brothers and sisters right now who are trusting you. God, bring those walls down and may we have a clear vision of the future and may we see it and may we have that endless possibility that even with the barrier of a wall, you can bring it down and we can move forward. God, help us to do what you have asked us to do. And may we be healthy enough to do it well. And if there's anyone in the, under the sound of my voice that isn't connected with you personally, I pray right now that they would have a hunger and a desire to say, yes, Lord, I need you and I will follow you. Forgive me from my sin cleanse my heart and my mind. I choose you. I pray these things in your name, Lord. Amen. Amen. Love you. Proud of you. You guys, let's let love live and let's do it from a healthy life and a healthy lifestyle. Don't let anything keep you from reaching your greatest potential. Have a great weekend. God bless you.